Good day, Feast Binangonan, Cap Marky here, and welcome to Feast at Home. And uh, we are in the new series, Citizen, already in top two, titled We Have to Citizenship. Now, last week, we said God likes politics. Crazy, right? <laughs> Pero today, mga kapatid, I want to preach the message God made you Filipino for a purpose So if you're like well, American, Indonesian, Singapore, Indian now Please change the Filipino to your own nationality yeah. Yeah. Now, I have I have a friend who, uh, who has dual citizenship He shared with me He is a Filipino citizen and a senior citizen as well <laughs> well, si Chino, Justin, uh, si Chino naman, uh, pag nasa airport, ang tagal niya i-process kasi he has oh, two passports. Why, why? Kasi dual citizen siya. Pero lalo siya tumatagal kasi, you know, lalo siya tumatagal i-process kasi, or because lagi siya nakahold. <laughs> Or suspicious looking oh, looks and behavior. But <laughs> now, being serious, if you follow Jesus, you have dual citizenship. And because you represent heaven. And before I continue, let's all pray our favorite prayer here in the feast. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved, I am God's servant, I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Again, <laughs> you two have dual citizenship, yes, because you represent heaven. Now, St. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, read this, But we are citizens of heaven, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly waiting for Him to return as our Savior. Paul used the word citizen. Only in this episode. In ito yan. Philippi was a special city with special people. In the Roman Empire, very few were Roman citizens. Karamihan Saranila lived in Italy and many of them were in the Roman army. But, uh, in the year 42 BC and 31 BC, uh, the empire chose Philippi as a city to settle its retired Roman soldiers. Yeah, yung mga sundalo nila, yung mga... Doon sila nag They chose na mag-retire sa Philippi. At dahil dito, many Philippians were dual citizens. They were citizens of Philippi and citizens of Rome. Well, obviously, being citizens of Rome was a great honor. Uh, you, 
you carry the status with pride. Kung uh, ikaw ay a Roman citizen, of course, you represent Rome. You represent the values to Rome. Ultimately, you represent who? The emperor. Now, si Paul, he knew this fact. So when he wrote the Philippians, wrote the Philippians, he said they possessed another citizenship which was more important than Rome. He said they were citizens of heaven. Kaya kapatid, you have dual citizenship. You too are a citizen of heaven. But what does the this mean? That we just forget being Filipino? No. No. Okay. One morning, nakausap ko dito sa shop dalawang client ko. Politics haters. One was a born again Christian and the other one was Catholic. My born again friend said, Religion and politics should never mix. One is holy and the other is dirty. Sabi niya ano? Sobrang daming corruption. Wala na daw under the table ngayon. Wala nang over the table. Ngayon, kasama na ang table, ang upuan, ang opisina, ang buong building. <laughs> Now, as Christians, we should focus on saving souls and bringing them to heaven. Kaya sabi sa kanya, well, like you, I don't like politics. And like you, I want to go to heaven. But years ago, I changed my mind about these things. Now, the more I, I, well, I read and understand the Bible, the more I realize Christianity is not about you know, building a spaceship so we can all escape to heaven. Now, when Isaiah, Revelations, and the Psalms talk about the new heavens and the new earth, it's about building a kingdom here. And now, here and now, where King Jesus reigns, where His abundance is, sh is shared to everyone, especially for the poor and suffering. God's agenda is not migration, but transformation. God wants us to transform you know, our family, our friends, you know, our workplace, ating mga by the community, you know, our city, the country, and make them part of his kingdom. And no, ito yung isa, no, yung isang nakausap ko, when it was his turn to speak, he said, Kapdiba, there should be a separation of church and state. Isn't, to continue, this was his question, isn't that in the Constitution? That's why Christians should not get involved in politics. Sabi ko, but what does that phrase exactly mean? Ano ba talaga ang ibig sabihin nun? Sabi niya, that, no, that priest should not meddle with politics. Diba? No, not like yung pari sa amin. Would you believe na in every homily, he's always talking against the government? 
If it's every single homily that's problematic, na sabi ko ay well, kami well sa amin, no, I encourage every spiritual leader to give a balanced diet to their flock or with all the food groups. <laughs> spiritual, spiritually hungry people go to church seeking an encounter with God. But if what they get is what they always receive from the news, from the internet every day, their spiritual needs won't, won't be met. But on the other hand, a priest can talk about politics. Why? Separation of church and state is not about what the church cannot do, but what the state cannot do. <laughs> now, alam po, a long time ago, there was a union between church and state. Oh, history tayo, for the history. Example, 333 years the Philippines was under this Spanish rule. At nung panahon na yon, Catholicism was the state religion. And the government used public funds to build churches. Opo, gonna put that in system. Pero in exchange, the state well, interfered in church internal affairs like kung sino yung magiging bishop or you know, what religious congregation should be established or where churches can be built. But today, there's a separation of church and state. Kaya the Catholic Church lost its privileged position as a state religion. But, good news yun. Good news yun. Because the state can no longer control the church. And hindi niya pwedeng sasabihin sa simbahan na on what to preach or what not to preach. And that, dahil dito, the church can now take the important role of prophet and speak out whenever the state becomes corrupt or unjust or oppresses the poor. Now, one of the roles of the church takes seriously is voters' education. The church role is not to endorse candidates but to educate conscience. Uh, isang dekada na po nakalipas no? you know, the bishops have encouraged Catholics to form like circles of discernment diba? dito they reflect, listen, talk with each other, chikahan kung sino yung nila now here's something very important don't, no, don't forget local politics don't forget local politics now a feast leader sa ating kasama at si Elmer Santos, diba? who served in different elected positions from vice mayor to councilor in Agonoy, Bulacan. 25 years na. Now, he said people diba, are so caught up on national politics. They're not very interested no, to the issues of the city. Pero in reality, a president cannot solve immediate local problems. Only local officials can solve them. If you have a great president but a bad mayor, you'll have problems. The church. The church gives us you know, these five C's 
letter C, five C's. To guide us in choosing national and local officials. And here they are. Number one C, conscience. Candidates must have integrity. Dapat meron sila. They must possess a moral compass. They must be God-fearing. And they must respect the dignity of each person. They must be transparent in their public transactions. Number 2C. Competence. A question. Ikaw ba? Will you ride the plane if the pilot is a very good person, kind, generous, and upright? Pero hindi siya magaling na piloto. Or he's a horrible pilot. Sa hindi, di ba? And in the same way, candidates must have both the character and competence to fly the plane of his city, province, or country. To that, dapat check natin yung track record and past performance. Number three, letter C, compassion. Do they have a genuine love for the poor? Do they, no, do they have a strong commitment for social justice? Do they genuinely improve the lives of the poor instead of just giving or you pamigayla? And we have question of compassion. Number four, C. Companionship. Another question. Who are the candidates' advisors? Are they people of integrity? Are they beholden to powerful families? Kaya, Check also the platform of their political party. Are they just you know, huge promises or actual concrete programs? Number 5C of the church. Do they have political will? It's easy to make grand plans, but will they be able to execute those plans? Mga plano na yan, mga plataforma na yan. Now, will they have the strength to stick to their principles huh? okay so again the five c's from our church to guide us is conscience competence compassion companionship commitment now let's go back to our central message from paul Jung end you have dual citizenship you are a filipino citizen and kingdom citizen and God made you Filipino for a purpose this was no accident and it's part of God's bigger plan now imagine if you were born a Japanese you were born in a Japanese family you'd be bowing instead of shaking hands and in the office you have morning calisthenics if you were born in a Swiss family in Switzerland you'd be 6'2 blonde hair and blue eyes but you were born Filipino brown kind smart and happy you are God's Filipino agent of transformation. Now put your hand on your chest and declare, I'm God's Filipino. 
Now, there's no conflict to you or to your two citizenships, ma. Wala po conflict yan. Even in your specific calling, it's end. Tandaan po natin yung end. God will use you to transform your country and your world. How? Ask me how. He gave you a specific role to fulfill based on the gifts. Yeah, even in church, St. Paul, no, he says, we have different roles. Now, let me read this. Now, these are the gifts of Christ or gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Five roles. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. And, oh, by the way, some people get confused with what prophet means. They think uh, it's a seer that predicts the future. Like Nostradamus or Madame Aurin. Because that's how most cultures define prophet. Yan po yung prophet. But in the Bible, mga kapatid, prophet speaks about current events from a cosmic perspective. Well, prophets are covenant watchdogs. Si prophet Nathan, who told King David that he committed adultery and murder. Si John the Baptist, who denounced King Herod even at the cost of his life. God calls some to be prophets and the world is in dire need of them. Now we have we have very brave bishops who speak against wrongdoings. But if you notice not all bishops do because not everyone is called to be a prophet. For example, God calls others to be evangelists and those who welcome sinners and party with them. Now, the truth is, the kingdom needs both prophets and evangelists. And one reason for conflicts, what causes misunderstanding in the community? When prophets wants everyone to be prophets, and when evangelists wants everyone to be evangelists. Pag sinabi ng prophet na sa evangelist, di ba? Ano kayo, mga You have to stand up and denounce evil. Yeah. Evangelist naman ang sasabihin sa, sa mga prophets, stop bashing people. Diba? Nakakalimutan nyo na yung love. Diba? How, kung, how we can bring people closer to Jesus. Paano mo gagawa ka kung lagi kang galit? Ganon, yung mga ganun Pero ulitin ko po mga patid. We need both prophets and evangelists in the body of Christ. Especially during an election season. We must respect each other's political choices and each person's God-ordained calling. Both the prophet and the evangelist must work together. Both the prophet and the evangelist must work together. And well, be, well, let's be true to our call, right? 
ever since I followed Jesus Bible, I never saw myself as a prophet. Baka bully pwede ba? But after a year of serving, oh, after years of serving in ministry, I've come to accept, you know, how God's, well, how God led my life. And to this day, sometimes I'm uncomfortable about my main call. I think uh, I'm not in the position to be serving, or I'm in the feeling of for, na hindi ka you know, being worthy. You know, that strikes me. But one thing I know, no, I'm no. Hindi po ako tulad ni John the Baptist. No, prophets take stands. But, you know, ako po yung tao na, you know, you know if I saw someone na, ano, kaibigin ko din, you know, kasi may gusto pag-usapin, syempre ako, ako yung tao, tara, kain mo na tayo, kapit tayo, bago natin pag-usapin. I'm that, that type of guy. And, how I serve God through politics, this is who I am. I avoid posting about politics and social media. Reason? Because it doesn't invite conversation but reactions. Through the post, I don't, you know, I don't listen but tell people what I think. But prophets need to do that or they explode. And the country needs them to be prophets. Now, evil needs to be labeled. Without prophets, we will not know what we're compromising. But since this isn't me, the way I serve God through politics is, you know, conversation starters. Well, I ask people, yeah, major trending, who will you vote for? sa kahabaan ng conversation di ba kahit na yung hindi mag-abing yung hindi mag-jive yung usapan nyo hindi kayo magkasundo kung bakit bakit bumoto di ba and even if the, the discussion gets heated I still end the conversation with an expression of respect yes uh, which seldom happens in social media hindi na po nangyayari pag-heated-heated na mga kapatid I invite you now during this lent Gawin po natin yung kakaibang bisita iglesia. Do it together with friends at the feast. I know that the Lord will transform your life through kakaibang bisita iglesia. Because God made you Filipino for a purpose. That you're not only a citizen of the Philippines, you're also a citizen of the kingdom. Today, I want you to worship your king. Worship is not just singing songs. Worship means you submit your whole life to Him. Give Him your gifts, the very gifts He gave you, and commit to serve Him with those gifts. Give Him also your struggles, your fears, your frustrations. Just give it to Him. And then remember, this king loves you. This king died for you. But ask him in prayer. My king, I will represent you in my little world. I cannot do this on my own. But by your power at work in my life, 
I can help bring abundance in this world. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Peace be to I miss you all. Servants. I miss you all. <laughs> and to everyone who just watched and stay with us. Peace to Tom. May you have the May you be showered with blessings and experience the abundance that Jesus has promised us. Happy Sunday. <laughs>